are watching and listening stuck in the middle podcast if you're watching on youtube definitely hit that subscribe button we appreciate every single one of y'all the ring of bell is on the left side my left side hit that up so you get updates every time we drop something new we're back on the desk yo listen if you are not vaccinated go get vaccinated if you don't want to get vaccinated that's okay as well but stay safe keep everybody around you safe this stuck in the middle podcast man like i said if you're riding around listening to audio spotify stricter anchor all that good stuff definitely hit the subscribe leave a comment leave a review so our algorithms drive up do a screenshot send it to instagram send it to your ex send it to your aunties let them know we out here and we popping you heard SRTM podcast 237 at gmail.com if you want to write for us if you want to send us guest suggestions i am reflex your host we got a special guest in the building man listen she is a blogger she is an administrator, a graphic design artist. You can hear her on the now going into the fourth season of Naja Girl podcast, where she is the host, mm-hmm. the creator. Uh, she's no stranger to the pod. You were actually on the couch talk with Charles. Now you're on the desk. Please, please, please welcome Olamide to Stuck in Middle podcast olamide ayanda ayanda right yeah hey how you doing i'm well how are you i'm okay <laughs> welcome to the desk thank you for having me back yeah listen you actually i, I was reading uh, and i want to make i want to get this quote right you said my long-term memory is scary and my short-term needs prayer like what do you mean by that um so i can remember things in life as far as two years old in nigeria two years old mm-hmm and maybe like in 10 years, I'll remember this day. I remember your outfit and your shoes. I remember everything you said to me. But I probably won't remember what you said to me five minutes ago. Right, right. If you ask me right now, yeah. I wouldn't remember. But maybe in 10 years, I can recall what you said to me. What you, had, what you have a breakfast yesterday? Actually, I did not have breakfast yesterday. Dang. I actually know what? I had a protein shake after going to the gym. Protein shake after going to. Would I have a breakfast? I don't remember. I think we're the same. Like my short term memory is terrible. Like we can have like, a convo and mm-hmm. I pop. We be like, what I just say? I, I don't know. I don't know what you just said. Exactly. Can you repeat it again? But as as far as two years old, let me guess. That was in Nigeria. Your name Olamide. I'm guessing it's Nigerian. Mm-hmm, I'm Yoruba. So you born in Nigeria? I was born in Washington D.C. But when I was like two, my mom's dad was sick. Mm-hmm. So my brother, my mom, and I went to Nigeria. For a one-month vacation to see my grandpa, because we thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. But we got stuck there for nine months. So I ended up coming back with the accent, speaking <laughs> flu- like full-blown Yoruba. Like, After nine months? Yeah, speaking it like it was nothing. Um, so I had the accent for like up to like age six. But yeah, we, I was in Nigeria for a while. So that's why I remember like certain things like going to like the... The waterfall mm-hmm. or going on family vacation or getting puff puff from the vendor or being mm-hmm. in school and the teacher's like eating my eating my lunch mm-hmm. or giving it to her son and mom's like yeah how do you remember this i'm like i don't know it's coming it's coming back to mm-hmm. me like you know recalling different memories from nigeria teacher taking your lunch and eating and it. Giving, giving it to her son like what but yeah, yeah. Then my grandma had a restaurant on top of, you know, our building. So I Mm -hmm. remember like going there after school, eating pounding yam with okra Mm -hmm. and drinking malt. Like I remember Nigeria when I was two. And so you came back, you guys came back after nine months. Mm -hmm. And have you been back since? So um, I didn't go for a while until like sophomore year of college. My mom brought me there in December. And then every year I would go to Nigeria for Dusty December. So I haven't (laughs) been to Nigeria since 2018 Mm -hmm. um, due to COVID. But I am going in a couple of weeks. Hey, 
Life is for the living. Life is for the living. Hey, hey, sorry, yo. The pocket is healthy. Eh, this year has been good to you. Let's go enjoy yourself. Yeah, my aunt's turning 40. So okay, so she's, take, she's taking a bunch of years there. My mom's already there, so I'm going to go. Um, my brothers can't make it. They're mm-hmm. doing like an IT course. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm how, many, go. how many brothers do you have? So I have three brothers and, and a little sister. Girl? You're the only girl? And I have a little sister. She's the last born. Oh, I'm okay. the first born. So okay. it's like us, mm-hmm. then her. It's like a big age gap. We're 13 years apart. Oof. Yeah, but we look ident- identical. So people think that we're twins mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. Man, how was life, you know, you you can technically say you grew up here, high school, middle school, elementary school. How was life for you as a first generation, you know, Nigerian in America, in the DMV area? How was life for you growing up? I feel like being Nigerian in the DMV, we have our own world. Like, yeah, we're in America, but most of like, our, our close friends and family friends, people that we do life with are Nigerian. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have our own culture within American culture. So we have part of our parents' culture, but then part of like the American culture and then the black American culture and then the DMV culture. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's amazing. Um, it's different, though, because trying to relate to your parents with certain things like, oh, we went to college. Like, I want to do, I want to do um, communication. And mom was like, no, uh, do something medical related. You know, so I did chemistry. Did I like chemistry? No. Did I know anything about chemistry? No, mm-hmm. but because my mom told me to do it, I did it. Um, but it's like, we live in America, mm-hmm. you know? And being a doctor and a, a pharmacist or a lawyer might be lucrative in Nigeria. But now in tw- 2021, like being an IT tech, you know, it's the same thing as being a doctor, you right, know? Yeah. And uh, even like being an artist can mm-hmm. make you six figures like being a doctor. Things have changed. So it's like we are now exposed to a different world than our parents imagined or exposed to. So it was beautiful, but it was kind of hard, like, setting that identity like mm-hmm. yeah i'm nigerian i respect my parents i love my culture but at the same time because i'm in america i'm privileged and blessed mm-hmm. to be exposed to a different world of thinking and mm-hmm. i'm more creative than i am like right, right yeah like right. you know um i can remember like bio- bio- biology facts and stuff like that but that's not really my nature mm-hmm. i'm more of a creative person i see in color and i put things together so it's just like fighting fighting with my parents about that and even fighting with myself like it's okay not to be a doctor like to say yeah i'm an influencer and still have the same type of like pride as someone said oh i'm dr alamide you know mm-hmm. like just coming in terms of that so it was interesting being the dmv also the dmv's so many people are talented here right so it's like we're privileged to connect with people and you know collab like how we're doing right now right right and people helping you like you have a team that's helping you with your podcast you know like people don't have that in other countries they don't have the equipment and technology but we're privileged to have a better lifestyle or you know uh access to things that other mm-hmm. people are so yeah. yeah and break out of those modes break out of those bubbles and even change people like i'm pretty sure like we are being pioneers to somebody else that didn't know it was possible for them to do certain things you know mm-hmm. like like Yvonne Orji like she's from Laurel Maryland and now she's on Insecure like mm-hmm. she just shows like oh you can be a Nigerian actress in America not only in Hollywood but also in America and on HBO and then write a book like she's showing somebody younger than her that it's possible You're even right. older actually Show you that Nigerian that you can actually do it you know so. that's that Nigerian girl talk right yeah. there you know what I'm saying <laughs> And so how did you get from, you know, the medical where your parents wanted you to be to, you know, you mentioned you were studying communications and you, you know, you had a lot of blocks and you consolidated and we'll get to that. But how did you get from, you know, the medical where your parents wanted you to be to exploring what you, your purpose, you know, that's writing, that's being creative. 
the easiest way to change course is to fail. Is to fail. So I went to Virginia Commonwealth freshman year mm. as a chemistry major, and um, some schools they don't admit you into your program right away on uh, freshman year, but VCU did. So I took chemistry 100, which is the intro to intro chemistry, and I failed with a D. Mm. D for dummy. Um, <laughs> D for do not recommend. Um, so I took chemistry again because you have to get a passing grade to move on to 101. And I got a C. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized, like, I'm paying out-of-state tuition for a major that I'm failing. <laughs> so I came back home, ended up going to Morgan State, and switched to nursing. Ah. And, yeah, I know, right? I know, yeah. But I believe, like, God orders our steps. So even though, like, we make mistake, mistakes, he leads us to the path that we're called to mm-hmm. one way or another. Um, so I, I did nursing, and I was doing nursing, and Morgan had a program that was freshly new. And with Morgan, it's like you can only apply for the nursing program once a year. Mm. So if you don't make it this year. Yeah, wait another year. Wait till next year fall. And then I applied two years in a row. And I didn't get in. And I was, I was already, like, entering into, like, my super senior year. Yeah, you're not a youngin' at you that know, time. Yeah, I'm not a youngin'. And I'm the firstborn. And my parents were like, uh-uh, no. Like, you need to graduate and not, you know, be in school forever. So when I went to look at what major I could be in that lined up with what I had so far, um, the only major that, you know, made sense was health education, a.k.a. public health. Um, so I did it. And I was actually doing really well, like, getting all A's, doing really well my major. I had so much grace. Um, so my last year, we had to do an internship, um, which was like a class you needed to graduate. Mm-hmm. So I, I I felt like God was telling me to move from Baltimore back home to PG. So I moved home, and I told my instructor, like, I'm moving back to PG. Can my internship be, like, in D.C.? And then she found some, some uh, uh, nonprofit that was able to take me in and, you know, basically wasn't that far <laughs> wasn't that far away from my house so mm-hmm. um when i got there i was supposed to be doing like pro like health programs and help like pro, um it's like project management yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. um but they had like a communication team of one person there was like the girl was like you know we really need your help on this team and at that yes when canva first came out oh so shout out to canva, canva. <laughs> so the um her name was laura jean Laura Jean Ann, she was like, you know, um, LJ was like, you know, um, do you mind like making infographics on Canva? And I was like, I don't, just, I don't do graphic design, like I don't do it at all. She's like, you know, just play around with it. And I played around with it and stuff like that. And I started enjoying like making graphics and working on stuff and making you new know, infographics for the nonprofit. And then I sometimes I write like social media tweets for Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter. And then write blog posts for them and design things. So before I knew it, like my internship became mostly communication. Yeah. Um, and I was enjoying it more than public health, but I didn't know that yet. So then, um, I don't know. I went to like my friend's graduation. I just they were like everybody there was graduating from public health, like mm-hmm. me. And they were all from John Hopkins, and I, they were all doing like I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a surgeon, and I was like, me too. I'm gonna be. A, I'm gonna be a doctor. Like I'm deviating from what I, what I really am, and then I just felt like God was saying, "Yeah, you should be a physician assistant." And so I went. I basically like 
I was working other places and they offered me like a marketing run. I was like, no, I, I can't accept it. I'm going to go back to school to be a PA. What? <laughs> so I ended up like working at the hospital and taking classes to apply to PA school. Um, and I applied to so many schools and I got rejected from all of them. Mm. And I felt like that was God saying like, yeah, you're good enough to get in, but this is not what I've called you to. Like every door, like to get into school is closing, like close, 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 close. So I just decided to be a big girl and be like, I'm going to pursue marketing. You mm -hmm. know, I'm going to pr pursue being a creative. Like I enjoy doing it. Like why not put my, like make money from it? Mm -hmm. um, so since then I've been like striving to like do more marketing stuff, graphic design, copywriting, social media um, curation and stuff of that nature. So that's how I ended up here, like failure, like mm -hmm. closed doors led me to this path of what, what God created me to do. I know, I know you work with uh, SMTPR, Sophie. Yes. Is what? that so? Are you are you like? Would you, would you, is it safe to say you're a contractor, or you know, you work for a company, or you you're building a team? You have a team right now. So I worked with her like with one client I had. We and her like collab to do mm -hmm. a photo shoot, and then recently, um, she brought me on board to help like. Uh, evaluate a brand that she she's um, working with to like help them with their social media um but like i don't know funny enough, this is what god is dealing with me in the past week like doing it full time like don't cheat like a hobby or a freelance mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. really step out there and put yourself out there and be like no i am a legit business mm -hmm. how do you do that how do you step out there and put yourself out there as a content creator as a, <laughs> as a, a brand as brand auditor because that's something that i would say we need so um, my big sister told me, like, you have to put your foot out there and just walk because, like, some people, our, our path is being paved as we're taking steps, you mm -hmm. know? Like, some people, their path is clear. Like, they go to school, get a degree, get a job, and everything just seems to fall in line. Some yeah. people, it's just like we fall into our purpose or we mm. fail into our purpose, and mm. every day we, like, Every mistake that we've that we've made is really a learning lesson to get where we are. So it's just like taking it day by day. Like as long as you have breath in your lungs, you have purpose and just know like, okay, it didn't work out today. What can you do better for it to work out? Or what did you learn from this? So it's just like, I think my sister told me like, um, as much faith as you have in failing is as much space you should have in it going well. Like, redirect that energy to it going well. Like, you think you're going to fail, but another friend told me, like, she had to she had to master the fear of failing. Mm -hmm. So I recently learned, like, yeah, I had Urban Disciple, and it didn't become the magazine that I wanted it to become. But at the same time, Urban Disciple allowed me to, like, get good at graphic design and marketing and writing and copywriting and stuff of that nature, which uh, became the stepping stone for me having Nigel Girl Talks or me even having my own domain, like Olamide Yonder, like this is my, everything that I've worked on in one place. Everything we do is a stepping stone to the next thing. And mm -hmm. you might not, you know, you might not have a podcast right now. You might have a talk show, you know, like this is a stepping stone for what God's taking you on later in life. So I think just understanding like everything in life is a stepping stone and it's not your identity. It's just something you're doing in this season. Mm. I hope I answered your question. No, you did. <laughs> and, you know, you, you bring up, you know, uh, Urban Disciple. What, what was or oh, is Urban Disciple and why did it transition? So Urban Disciple before Urban Disciple was a college project. Um, freshman year at VCU, my professor for English, she was 25, fresh from grad school. 
she was young, she was hip, and she was like, call me Jennifer, you know. And she said, you know, our, our project this year um, will be you guys maintaining and holding a blog. And everybody was like, okay, cool, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so my podcast was called um, Bittersweet Lemonade. And I basically, like, blogged about being a freshman at VCU, things that I did, like parties I went to, events that I went to. And uh, people in Maryland that I'm close to were reading it and liking it and commenting. And then... Um, I, I got an A in the class, you know. People got B's. I got an A. <laughs> Listen. Um, so then I got saved 2012. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt like I wanted to write about the Christian faith from a young adult perspective. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't really see many blogs out there like that. So I decided to like, I'm going to do it, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So that's how Urban Cycle started as me, you know, just blogging. And then for my 24th birthday... My friends, I, I shared that I wanted to like, I had like urbandisciple.wordpress.com mm-hmm. and I wanted to be urbandisciple.com and have like branding colors and be more legit and stuff like that. So my friends basically like, for my birthday gifted me urbandisciple.com. Mm. Like they gave my friend, he made the website and if my birthday, they had like a surprise party which was like a blog party and they just shared the website with me and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, like, you know, um, that's how Urban Disciple started then. Eventually, my friends that are also writers, they joined my team and also contributed to Urban Disciple. Even though my URL was Urban Disciple on Instagram, Urban Disciple became a team of people um, that just, you know, shared their experience with the faith and stuff of that nature. So then Urban Disciple became solo because people, you know, like I said, everything's a stepping stone. So Urban Disciple became a stepping stone for like somebody like Deb to do Becoming Her somebody like jumi to do you know he writes on medium somebody like toying to like have her own blog and her own creative endeavor so Mm. um it was a stepping stone for everybody to use their gifts and realize like oh i have potential so urban cycle went from a team of one to a team of five back to a team of one um but then when i did nigeria girl talks i just felt like urban disciple was a different brand from nigeria girl talks and i wanted urban Disciple to be my name I think I got tired of people calling me Urban Disciple in public. It's like, mm-hmm. I, have, I have a name, like, it's Olami Day. Like, <laughs> so I just decided to change it from Urban Disciple to Olami Day, Yonda. And then I changed the URL as well. So Urban Disciple was there. I just morphed into more of a a, a, a holistic thing type mm-hmm. of thing. What would you What would you say this morphed into? Because you, you know, you're killing the game in, in what you're doing right Am now. Am I really? Yeah. I feel like I haven't tapped into my potential. And you, we, before we, we went on live, you actually are coming off a hiatus. Long, 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 long Very long hiatus. hiatus. <laughs> let's, let's tap into that. Why? Why did you, you know, because, you know, you got Nijegger Talks. Season four is coming. Yeah. You just put out a casting call. Easy, easy. Um, season one, two, and three. It's not easy. It's a lot of podcasts starting this minute that we're talking. Yeah. Right? And I'm a firm believer in the race is saturated but a sprint mm-hmm. it's very 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 few people yeah you know what i'm saying a lot of people start stuff but i'm like all right cool you started i mean talk to me in six months uh, you know yeah 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 so like how have you been able to sustain najagar talks and you know just you know talk, what is najagar talks in the first place najagar talks is a podcast community that focuses on the the crossroad of being an american citizen but having nigerian heritage and um, we basically share the stories and lives of 
young Nigerian women that live in America and basically different topics for every episode. We have people come and share their experiences to give hope to those who are in that situation that they can overcome it as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, That's my elevator pitch that's, that's, if she, you want to sponsor. Just like, <laughs> she just pulled out of the brain. How, how, when did Nigeria Good Talk start and you know, how did it morph from Urban Disciple? Um, so it's, started like the idea came to me i believe june 26 2018 mm-hmm. i was on the red line train and if you know anything about the red line train <laughs> you know it's like this yep. it's like a it's like sardines like people are all on you before covid breathing down your neck it's not the best experience but the red line is the most popular line to get to from dmv throughout the dmv and I was like, God, I think it was raining too. So everybody's musty, you know? I was like, God, this is not my life. Like, I need something that I can show that I have talent, that I'm creative. Because um, Yvonne Orji, let me backtrack. Yvonne Orji was the keynote speaker for Build Your Brand mm. that happened in 2018 at the DMV. And she basically um, said that, you know, people want to get invited to the table but it's like, why do you deserve an invitation to the table? Like, what mm-hmm. have you done to show that you're worthy at a seat at the table? And I felt like I didn't really have anything that said, okay, gag, she's talented, she's dope. Like, I have things here and there, but nothing that said, oh, dad, she can do it all. Um, and that's when I heard Niger Girl Talks on the train. So I text my friends. And I was like, when you hear Niger Girl Talks, what do you think of? Mm-hmm. I do th- And it was like, you know, vibrant colors and Afro beats and like, you know, Nigerian girls being, you know, Ashaka Ra and I, you know, extra and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm thinking about having a podcast called Nigerian Girl Talks. And then at that time, I was binging on Black Girl Podcast, um, which is like with Scotty Beam and Gina Peppers. Mm-hmm. And I think that day, um, at a team of, out of a team of five, only two members were on the podcast and they were both Haitian. And it was like, whoa, we're both Haitian. And they were sharing like childhood stories about being beaten by their parents or their grandma speaking Creole, all this stuff. I was like, it would be dope to hear like Nigerians share their like upbringing on different topics. So I decided to combine mm-hmm. the two ideas. When um, was this? This was 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Summer of 2018. So then. Um, so, you, so did you like tap, you know, type some Nigerian girls or. Because I know with season four, you, you, you put out a casting call. Is it the same with season one, two, or three? So with season one, two, and three, I decided to like, I I, I love, I love deep combos. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't like small talk. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's my pet peeve. I love deep combos, like intimate combos. So I always have combos with my friends. I'm like, yo, we should record this. I just tap them. Like, okay, remember that time we talked about gaining weight? Let's talk about it again. Like, you know mm-hmm. that time we talk about being single at 25? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. So, and then also with that, it's just like, I know them. So I know they won't be acting wild on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it just helps me. Like, I tell people I run, like, I run my podcast, like Chick-fil-A. Like, Chick-fil-A press Christian music, but they don't put the lyrics. They put, like, the, the melody. So mm-hmm. you know, like, open the eyes of mm-hmm. my heart. Like, you know they're playing it, but you don't hear the lyrics. It's like, I do the same thing. Like, I try to have people that I know are not reckless with their mouth on mm-hmm. the podcast so that way i don't have to edit anything out um so i just tapped my friends but then i realized like we can't keep hearing from the same old people every year so um i put out a casting call out there and funny enough somebody put in the description like yeah by the way i don't curse so <laughs> i'll be good for your podcast i was like oh thank you like at least you know like, mm-hmm. i don't like i don't like certain things being mentioned on the podcast like certain like languages i don't mm-hmm. like, allow mm-hmm. 
you know if they do slip up and say it, i'll have to edit it out but like i'd rather it just not happen yeah um and yeah so um how do you feel about the the the, the reception of Nigeria talks the success the you know the the audience how do you feel it has been you know you're going into season four at first it was hard okay because people did not receive the podcast as i thought they would like it was a lot of backlash mm. why season one what when I say I was having like anxiety and breakdowns and crying, so the topics? it's not really a topics. It's the, it's the 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 fact that it's Niger, it's, you know, by Nigerians for it's every it's it's the response from the people. Like mm -hmm. for example, because generally people feel like Nigerians are proud. Uh, no, don't feel we are proud. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, so yeah. you know yeah. we're proud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right. Yeah, you're about very proud people and there's even levels to our proudness and in, in within the yoga culture um but like even like saying i'm doing nigerian girl talks and promoting it um somebody was just like you know girl talks why is it not like west african girl talks and i will let you know people will always have their opinion but you have to like if god told you something like walk in that so basically somebody said that to me like oh um why is the nigerian girl talks and she's cameroonian mm -hmm. your people mm. I'm sorry, you. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Forgiving her. Forgiving her <laughs> in my heart. You know, she said that, and then um, I I felt bad. Like, okay, why is it not? Why is it not? You know, African girl talk. Mm -hmm. Um, but the the host part was just like, I don't know what happened. I was on Google and I found a website that literally hosts like African diaspora podcast, mm -hmm. and there was two hundred and fifty four podcasts. Two hundred and fifty four podcasts about different places different you know countries come together do a real podcast and hope like why would you be 255 you know and at that time i think Af african millennial had dropped on youtube mm -hmm. it's like you know the american B B bk chat yeah 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 and they had like salon they had like nigeria they had ghana that other, you know tanzania and zimbabwe like hope like why would you want to be another replica of that like mm -hmm. i didn't tell you to do that and it's like people complain all the time so why would you succumb to that um so and then even the topics like um, you gained weight. Somebody messaged me like an essay, like um, you only f uh, feature people that were plus size. And what about the skinny people? We get backlash too. My dear, I am 100 pounds as well. I am skinny as well. I understand. But I did not want to have skinny versus oversized. And mm -hmm. it being you know, a who got who got a worse type of date. No, I want to focus on one part and let them share their story. Mm -hmm. So people always have opinion, but you have to grow like tough skin and be like, fight me. Like I don't care. I'm like in season four. What you want? What you want? What like you fight want? me. Like and I, I am a very controversial person. Like mm -hmm. I don't care. Like I don't care how you feel. Like at first I think I, I cared in season one, but now it's like you're not you're not you're not, not paying the bills. You're not. You're not paying for the podcast host. <laughs> you didn't probably play the episode, but you want to complain? No, like that's how people kill dreams. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, be careful with your words. So it was hard, but it's like now that we're season four, nobody can tell me nothing. Like people have been blessed by the podcast, so you can't try and you know challenge me on that. Mm. And I, I make sure my podcast is tasteful, you know. So it's like. If I'm doing it in a pure heart, like why are you trying to say I'm doing it out of you know malice or evil? Mm. So I don't, I don't, yeah, nah. Season four, you're season. going into season four. But before that, you you spent some time in in this deep deep down south. I'm I'm curious, like why why? Because uh, I think the last episode, of season three, was in November or January. No, I had an episode 
five mm-hmm. this year. Um, de- dedication about mm-hmm. um, Gabe and Wale talked about fatherhood and being do- fathers of two-year-old daughters mm-hmm. and stuff of that nature. But there was a gap mm-hmm. between episode four and five. So I understand. <laughs> why, why did you feel like you needed to, you know, Musa? Um, so one, COVID, I think just like being indoors for a year and life just changing and stuff of that nature. Uh, I think is it cabin fever? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it got to me, you know. And then I was like, I think I think we were all depressed last year or this year. I think I was depressed. And then like I turned thirty, and it's like I felt this peace, you know, come over me. Like, oh, I'm thirty. Like mm-hmm. so much confidence, you know. Um, but like people would say things like, oh, you're thirty, and you're not what you're supposed to be in life, and blah blah. And I think I let it get to me. So I was like, you know what? Let me take a break. Go to the south. Get some fresh air. Recuperate. You know, get the rest that I needed, and then come back. Cause it's COVID. Like, who gonna miss me? You know, mm-hmm. like. Um, but then, life hit. Like, I got, I got to Georgia, and then just getting like settled and finding my rhythm down there. Cause you go from like a DMV area where everything is so close knit, everybody knows each other. There's always something to do. To go into the south where everybody lives so far from you, everything is slow. Mm-hmm. Everything's cheaper too. But everything is slow. Mm-hmm. Traffic is crazy. It's like ugh, you stuck in the house again. So mm-hmm. um then I got COVID. Mm. I got COVID in Georgia. Oh my gosh. I would never recommend I would never wish COVID on anybody. Like it's the worst. And it took me a while to like even like get back to baseline, like mm-hmm. eating and I had insomnia. Like I couldn't sleep. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just really bad. And then, um, just even the motivation to create, mm. I just couldn't even do it. So I took a break because you know I rather take a break and rest than burn out. Yeah. And I'm a team of technically one person. Yeah. Like yeah. So so when when is the anticipated you know return date? Episode one, season four. So I try to do every like trailer for the season to drop on New Year's Independence Day, October first. So wait, and we gotta wait another what four months? Nah, October. Oh, October. October. Oh, Independence. I'm thinking. I'm thinking New Year. Sorry, sorry. <sighs> Independence. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's coming. So I'm drop the trailer on October first, and then by God's grace, a week or two after, I will have the first episode of season one. Mm-hmm. Dope. Listen, I want to get into some, you know, content creation and what what it is that you are into right now. Um, first of all, how easy or how hard is it to do what you do as far as like content strategy and you know, brand auditing, all that good stuff that people don't think about but need? Um, For me, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like I see in colors, <laughs> like I literally see colors and I put things together or I'll I'll see ways brands can like elevate themselves or what they should have done and stuff like that. For me, it's literally everything's like branding or marketing, mm-hmm. whatever I turn around. So for me, my mind is always like racing. So mm-hmm. um, it's easy. And so do you search for brands or do they normally reach out to you? It's like, hey, listen, we want to bring you in. We feel like, you know, we're struggling. Can you see what we're liking and how they augment? Um, for the most part, it's referral. Like, Shout out to Sophia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sophia, like, will plug me in with people like, oh, I'm, this client that I'm looking for, or this friend that I know needs somebody to do X, Y, and Z. Or maybe because I post, because people know that I do non girl talks and I create my own content, they'll reach out to me like, oh, we need help with X, Y, and Z. Um, but I'm trying to, like, tap into, like, me, like, actually pitching my services to people. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I see that you're a new business and I find, I, I want to, like, da-da-da-da, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's something that, 
the Lord is working on me with. Yeah. So what what are three skills that you think somebody needs to be successful as a brand, you know, operator? Um, I would say be flexible. Like mm-hmm. be flexible. Things might change. Like, for example, like this podcast, like for me, we went from doing it in person to be doing it through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I have to be flexible with the fact that, you know, people might not be able to gather in the same room. Right. So then it's kind, of, it's kind of hard for me to like bring that synergy via Zoom because I'm so used to like looking at people and talking to them. But with Zoom, it's like, yeah, so I would say like be flexible because COVID has changed the game of how we do things. So being flexible, um, but also being innovative. Um, I was in grad school for a season. <laughs> and I failed. But I was in grad school for a season. And one thing I've learned was like, in my, my class, it was like um, brands become obsolete when they don't become flexible and adapt with change in society. Mm-hmm. So, for example, look at Blockbuster. They went out of business because they refused to do what Netflix did, which mm-hmm. become on- online. And that's why Netflix is now popular because I don't got to drive to my Blockbuster anymore. I can just go on my computer and find mm-hmm. a movie to watch. Mm-hmm. So it's like being flexible with the times um, and, also, like, being, and also being innovative. And third... I guess I, I would say find your identity. And like be willing one. to spend. That's my own. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Like If it's really your passion, I would say invest money. Like, mm-hmm. it's only so far you can go with being free. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, free Canva account, free Zoom account, free Spotify account. Free. But after a while, you got to put money into, like, get a pay for ads on Instagram and Facebook. You got to put money into having, like, membership and subscriptions. Put money into your equipment, you mm-hmm. know. Put money out there to make money. Um, but yeah, just I think finding your identity is also important. Like, I can't copy what you're doing because mm-hmm. God has given you that grace. And someone can't copy what I'm doing because God get, has given me that grace. So finding your balance in between your identity and the brand and how you want to work it. So is it is it full time right now, or that's the that's the goal, that's the aspiration for the podcast? No, for for uh, you know brand strategy and you know everything else. By God's grace, full time. So wait, what do you do full time right now? Is it th- nothing? I like that. <laughs> no, I like that. It's not by choice. <laughs> I like that. You know, I, I would like to be chilling. No, it's not by it's not by choice. I would. I mean, I've been interviewing for jobs right now, but mm-hmm. um, I'm not working right now. Mm-hmm. So everything is out of pocket, like out of my savings. Um, so yeah. So you got to listen to what your sister told you, which you said earlier. It's like, yo, listen, step out there. I literally, she, I was like, yo, because um, she literally went from like working with a corporation mm-hmm. to like freelancing on her own, mm-hmm. and you know, she works for like big brands now. You know, like nice brands and i was like how'd you do it how'd mm-hmm. you take that step she was like girl mm-hmm. take one foot before another type of mm-hmm. stuff so mm-hmm. it's just like you know like god has written our stories already we just have to tap into it mm-hmm. you know listen you started with urban disciple it morphed into you know different blogs and then nigel talks and then now you know you're helping brands you know augment and build um what's next for you as you come back with season four nigel talks i don't know actually i think i had a vision for season three but you know life happened but some of it ended up coming you know to fruition but but season four i don't really have anything per se like i i try to have fun with it mm-hmm. you know at first people put like okay like you need to podcast every two weeks and da, 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 da. but just like no nah, like i don't have to succumb to that like i want to have fun with it so for season four it's just to have fun um but i definitely want to get deeper into storytelling like really people have people share their stories like and deeper topics like you know people that had miscarriages and people that um that was like deeper depression or people that were suicidal like things that topics that okay we haven't like touched at all 
I want to touch it. I like doing taboo topics. Like, I love mm-hmm. it. So I want to tap deeper with the topics, but also, like, tap in deeper with the storytelling, the narrative, mm-hmm. and, like, change how we do things. Like, yeah. 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 I got a podcast recommendation for you. It's called This African Life. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by, um, her last name is Fanya. Um, she was on Stuck in Middle too, actually. So, um, yeah, check that out. Mm-hmm. I, call, I think it's called My African Life or This African Life. No, Living African Podcast. Living African Yeah, podcast. Living African Podcast. She was going to name it. Shout out to it, you. Yeah, she was going to name it This African Life, and then it's already taken. So it's called Living African Podcast. But yeah. Um, Olamide, Lams. This has been dope, yo. I feel like your your energy, the way you, like, you know, I was like, I don't know. Because you, you just, you know, we, we talked on uh, the Couch Talk. Those, those topics were different. Different, <laughs> different from your domain. So it's good to you know know you uh, deeper and know what you're doing you know just I'm 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 rooting for you Thank and you. Then praying for you see how the Lord's gonna take everything that you're doing and push it over the top over Thank the top you. of the moon. By the way, I am an introvert, so don't don't be fooled by this energy. No, like I'm going back to my room. I don't believe it. And hiding under my cover, so don't believe this energy that you're seeing. It's only for like talking. That's that flight or flight you were talking <laughs> about yeah. earlier. Flight or flight, like if I have to speak, I'll rise to the occasion. If mm-hmm. I don't. I'm flying away. So. And you do speaking engagements too. Here and there, but not really. Generally, I don't, I don't what like topics, public though? speaking. Generally, like what would it like what, like branding stuff or like, you know, more from your blogs or I think I did but I have done both. Like mm-hmm. more like the Christian faith for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then maybe here and there people actually talk about branding, but mm-hmm. I don't like public speaking. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you? All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you believe, can't, you can't block that though It's on your website I saw it What? Public speaking Yeah Speaking engagements People can book you No they can't You, yeah, can't, they can. you, you can't book me <laughs> Listen We've had the pleasure Of speaking <laughs> with Lamide Ayanda It's really it's, it's Ayanda But I prefer Ayanda I know my dad hates that But it's both the I Like I, Ayanda Got this American gear. I know Ayanda. right <laughs> Ayanda <laughs> uh, Blogger Administrator Graphic designer and the host and creator of Nigeria Talks. Mm-hmm. Do men come on the podcast? That's one question I was. Yeah, yeah, people, men do come on. Like, oh, yeah, you had um, Raheem, Raheem, Gabe, Wale, yeah, yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. I had them on the podcast. Uh, Project 330. Yeah. You had them on? No, they I had get, you on. You had me on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that was a dope one. Y'all go check that out. Um, I enjoyed that. I'll be on it soon. Oh, yeah. Nigeria Talks. But the topic gotta be deep. I already know what we're gonna talk about. Mm. If you enjoy Is what you're marriage? Nah, nah. Okay. Uh, people just get to marry in two weeks. You're already an expert. Listen, ask me in five years. Maybe <laughs> if you want to know more. <laughs> that, that's how it be. People Yo, people get, get married and they start a YouTube channel. People, like, you don't know what you're talking about. People start, start ministries and stuff like that off of them being married. Like, you have other components to you, sir. Right. Okay. You know? And they make bread. Hey, I ain't going to knock nobody's hustle, but. Not for me. Yeah, um, we, we sniff out the fake the phonies. Quick. Keep it authentic. I mean, I'm, I'm deviating right now. Uh, thank you so much for pulling up on us. No problem. This was dope. And uh, hope, you know, you had fun. I did. I didn't I didn't know what you were going to ask me, so. I told you before, you know, it's nothing out of the ordinary. Like, are you vaccinated? You support Trump, Biden? I'm vaccinated. You don't have to ask that. You don't have to ask <laughs> After that COVID bar, you better be vaccinated. So, no, listen. I got, I got vaccinated really quick. 
Like before the, before you had COVID? No, after. But I had to wait like two months because I still I had the antibodies already, so there's no point in getting vaccinated. Yeah, so I had to sense. wait for it to wear off. Then I got vaccinated. Makes sense. Makes sense. If you are listening and you're not vaccinated, that's okay. You can just hit the subscribe button. If you're vaccinated, hit the ringer, bell notification, so you get updates every time we drop something new. We support both vaxxers and anti-vax. I'm getting political. <laughs> we do not discriminate. You know what I'm saying? I am your host, Reflex. Shout out to Tutu in the building. Shout out to Sir Charles in the building. We got a packed day. There's a lot of content coming out in the next couple of weeks. Shout out to Ines, Chuchu, Ma, AK, Achiri. A team is deep behind us. If you want to support, sitmpodcast.com. Cop the merch. Shop the merch. We got sweaters. We got hoodies. Uh, incredible stuff on that spring. I think it's spring. What is it? What is next? Fall? You don't it's even fall, know seasons. Fall. <laughs> fall. It's fall. You, you got a fall collection dropping soon. So go cop the merch. Don't share hoodies with your boyfriend. Not steal it. Don't steal it. Steal the Go hoodie. get yours. All right? And get one for your auntie as well. I'm your host, Reflex. We have Lami Day in the building. Thank you so much for putting up on us. Thanks for having me. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Hey, everybody. This is your girl, Tutu. And make sure you check out our online stores. You can get some SITM merch. Make sure you check us out. Make sure you hit up all our videos. We got some dope content on the way as well. Make sure you also subscribe. Hit that bell notification. And check us out because we got more in store.